You're building a business that lights your soul on fire, but creating a cohesive brand has you at a loss. Updating your website keeps getting pushed back on your to-do list, and the idea of marketing yourself makes your skin crawl. Does this sound like you? That's where our work together can begin. This is Morgan from Morgan Sinclair Designs, a design and strategy studio for weight-inclusive business owners. I have two remaining spots in 2022 for one-on-one branding and web design work. Want to snag your spot? Head on over to morgansinclairdesigns.com to set up a discovery call and go into the new year with an authentic brand and a fresh new website that reflects the awesome work that you're doing in this world. Welcome to the Weight Inclusive Innovators Podcast. My name's Hannah Turnbull. And I'm Morgan Sinclair. We're two non-diet dietitians, entrepreneurs, and Enneagram 7s here to talk shop about the business side of things. From managing a team of clinicians, to building a cohesive brand, to figuring out how the heck to pay yourself, we get deep down in it talking about what it actually takes to start, run, and grow your weight-inclusive business. The good and the messy. We know your degree didn't include any business classes, at least not any applicable to what you're doing now as an entrepreneur. This is why we are on a mission to bring business education to other weight-inclusive clinicians. Say sayonara to all the hours spent on Google and hello to information that is actually relevant. Let's dive into today's episode. Happy Monday, Weight Inclusive Innovators. We've got two mini-sodes coming at you this week to switch it up. On today's mini-sode, we're going to be chatting about how our very first Weight Inclusive Innovators two-day workshop went. But before we dive in, we're going to check in with Morgan. Hey there. Hi. How you doing over there? You want to tell us about your business highs and lows? I sure will. Well, if you can't tell, we'll start with the low. My voice is still gone. Womp womp. It's gone because I have COVID. (gasps) No. I know. So I got diagnosed with COVID last week um, and it's just gone from, I imagine, all of the coughing. I feel fine outside of the coughing uh, except for my first day of symptoms. Well, I guess it was technically my second day of symptoms. I had a tickle cough on Tuesday and I was like, oh, this is just lingering from losing my voice in Italy. And then Wednesday morning, I woke up and was just like exhausted and like my whole body hurt. And I was like, you know what? Like maybe this is like just the come down from Italy that I, it's been something that I've been stressed about and planning for so long that my body's just like, all right, we can finally breathe. Later in the day, I started getting like body aches, chills, had like started feeling feverish. And I was like, "Mm, this isn't good. And so I uh, reached out to my doctor and she was like, come in for a COVID and a flu test. And so I went in and sure enough, it is COVID. Sure as shit. Yep. Sure as shit. So thankfully that Wednesday, well, we'll put everything into perspective. That was the Wednesday before hosting our business workshop. And so I feel so bad that I like threw that on you. We were like needing to finish things up on Wednesday, record an episode for the podcast on Wednesday. And I was like, I can't, I can't do it. I'm out for the count. Oh my gosh. Please do not feel quote unquote bad for throwing that on me. You didn't throw anything on me. Morgan hopped into our zoom room and I was like, oh my God, are you going to make it? Like I've never seen someone so sick and like trying to work, like you had your head in your hands a couple times, and like your eyes were just closed and you were taking deep breaths. And I was like, all right, if, if this is how you feel tomorrow, we're going to do the workshop. You're going to be on. 
but no screen. And you're just going to be kind of adding things as you can. And I'm going to take it over. This is great. We got it. And luckily you felt okay the next day. Luckily I felt okay. So I, outside of like the 30 minutes that we were on zoom and like the hour where one of my friends so graciously went and picked up my grocery delivery or my grocery like curbside pickup for me outside of like that hour and a half, I slept from 2 PM on Wednesday until 7 AM Thursday morning. And it worked wonders because I woke up Thursday morning. I had like a little bit of a lingering headache, which I imagine is probably just because I was horizontal for so long, but was feeling totally fine other than having a cough. And so made it to the workshop. Woo woo. Yeah, you did. And you showed up. That being said, my highs of the week were the weight inclusive business workshop and just being so grateful to have you as a business partner in all of this and being so understanding of life throwing shit my way and being so willing to just like take it and run with it, even though that would have been like worst case scenario. I'm just so thankful for your, your optimism around all of that. The people can't see, but I gave Morgan heart hands because I feel the exact same right back at you. We're such a, a good team and this shit totally, of course it happened right before the workshop. And we share all this too, just to show people like this is life and you can be ready to go planning things and something happens and you're like, all right, pivot. All right. Improvise. We got this. But luckily it was just a little bump. It was just a little bump. I'm so thankful it didn't happen before Italy. I'm so thankful that the chances of me having COVID in a week and a half when we leave for Costa Rica is really what? minimal. I, I'm thankful that I'm going to have like the this natural immunity going through the holiday season for at least the next, what do they say, like three months. You usually have like a heightened immunity towards it. But yeah. How are you? How, what were your business highs and lows? Um, before I dive into those, you just kind of blew my mind that we're going to Costa Rica in less than two weeks, like literally a week and a half. I cannot even fucking fathom that there's so much to do, um, which leads into my highs and lows. Uh, my low this week for business is actually related to grad school. I feel like every time I get close to ending a class, this always ends up on my low list because I'm perpetuating the same patterns of procrastination and working up to the wire, which is a little bit of what I did for the workshop too. And honestly, that's how I work best. I work really well under pressure, but I am just kind of kicking myself because there, I have so many fun plans this weekend. And luckily I've made them all in the evening, except tomorrow I'm going climbing. Um, so that's not in the evening so that I can work on stuff like grad school but I just don't want to, I want my weekends to be completely off and that's just not happening right now. And I want to be a baby about it. So that's where I'm at. We can hold space for that. It's no fun to work on the weekends, but hopefully, I mean, I feel like you're nice. There's some nice balance with it, right? Like you do have things to do. You're traveling next week. We're going to Costa Rica the week after, like there's, there sometimes has to be flexibility with it, especially because the last Spoiler alert, we're recording this on a Saturday. We're both working. We're working on the weekend. <laughs> we are working right now. Which and, is fun. and it's because we dedicated Thursday and Friday to hosting a workshop. And so naturally, things that are on our like weekly to-do list like just don't get done because we're hosting that. And so that's where I'm at, at least too. But totally get the get the procrastination, totally get working best um at the end of the wire with like a fire under our ass. And like, thank God we both worked that way, or else the workshop would have been rather interesting. <laughs> and I feel like our dynamic would be interesting too. Like I could see 
if one of us was someone who likes to get stuff done early and just kind of coast into it, then we might like resent the other person or be like, what the heck, why don't you work the way that I do? But Morgan and I were like tweaking slides, especially the second day, the day before, because we learned about our group. We'll mm-hmm. talk about all this as well. And so we wanted to make things as relevant as possible. So sometimes it's for the benefit of people too. It is. Well, and we, it, it's helpful that we're both that way. Cause then we both feed off of each other's like last minute energy. Yes. So it brings like a lot of hype to, to it instead of feeling like we're like pressed for time. Absolutely. Exactly. And my high is also the workshop that we just put on. That was fucking incredible. And another high is Costa Rica coming up, obvi, and doing an admincation with you again. So excited for the admincation and love that we got to do the workshop together. And on that note, you ready to dive into today's episode about the workshop? Let's do it. So Morgan, we hosted the very first Weight Inclusive Innovators two-day business workshop Thursday and Friday of last week, which isn't going to make any sense for context for people listening, but we fucking did it. It was finally here. How do you feel it went? I think it was awesome. I mean, it was our first one, right? And so I feel like with anything that I do where it's like the first iteration of it, I'm, I give myself way more grace with like everything. So I'm like, it's the first one. We're just figuring it out from here. We'll have data and we'll be able to make tweaks for future ones. But I would say overall, it went so good. It was such a, it was a good sized group of people. We presented on topics that we're passionate about and the participants seem to really enjoy other than being sick. Great conference. I I agree with those sentiments. And honestly, this project of putting on the workshop is the smoothest first that I've ever had. Like I would say we 90% crushed it. There's some things we want to tweak, which we'll talk about today, but overall it was very smooth and it definitely helped that we had a fucking awesome group of participants who were like ready to do the work. So why don't we dive in with how we structured the workshop and what that looked like. And then we'll go from there. Sweet. So whenever we were planning this, I'm pretty sure we went through like at least four different variations of scheduling, how many presentations we wanted to have, how long the presentations were. We originally had this workshop be a Friday, Saturday, and we shifted it to Thursday, Friday, which I really like that we did that because what we wanted the participants to get out of this was to actually have time during their work week in order to work on their business. I feel like so often we as entrepreneurs get so stuck in like the nitty gritty day-to-day work that we, if we're going to spend time doing more visionary things that usually either doesn't happen or happens like on the weekends, which there's nothing wrong with that. Clearly we're working on the weekends. Sometimes it's how it has to happen, but I think it's really impactful to dedicate two days, take off from seeing clients for two days and join us and, and work on the business. I even think in that of taking the two days to work on the business, it's like an exposure for people, right? Of let's help you sit through the discomfort of what it means to occasionally take a couple days, not do the direct facing work where you get exchange for pay and still seeing the importance of doing that for the longevity of your business. A hundred percent. It's definitely, definitely some good exposure work. Exposure work for us too. I feel like even though we're used to taking some time off, like I feel like there's always 
like both days there was like halfway through the day. And I'm like, huh, I wonder if I have any emails from clients. And then I was like, stop it, Morgan, be present. But how we structured the workshop, I really enjoyed. There's always going to be a few tweaks. We realized we only allotted 15 minutes each day for the welcome. And we definitely needed 30 for both of those days, just because we had some like fun activities and it just took a little longer than 15 minutes. But we started the day with a welcome. We had day one, we did our welcome. We did a presentation on business foundations and then a workshop, which was kind of just like dedicated time to work through what we had learned about. We'd had a 15 minute break before diving into business strategy and a workshop. And during the workshop, we spent time focusing on annual goals and how to break those down into quarterly goals to remove some of the overwhelm of achieving these goals or attentions. Then we had a 30 minute lunch break and we ended the day with a business foundations or business finances presentation and workshop, which that was probably my favorite presentation that we did because we got super transparent with our personal business numbers and honestly didn't even really, we were planning on doing like a a pep talk wrap up, but we didn't, we kind of just continued talking about finances because it was such a rich and engaging conversation. And then day two, we started with another check-in, which we ran over on time. So we're learning. And then we had marketing workshop, and then we had systems followed by a workshop. And then we ended with, of course, the Enneagram and how it shows up in your business. Overall, I think we fucking crushed the categories that we presented on. What would you say that we could do different next time? What are like your big two key things? I think the first one is it was so helpful to have feedback from the first two presentations from our participants because I, after the, honestly, I was sweating it after that first presentation because majority of the participants checked in as overwhelmed and it was business foundations. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this feels like the fluffiest information. If this feels overwhelming, like what do we need to change in the future? for future presentations. But then we like went through the system or the strategy one and it felt a lot better. And so I think first thing we do differently, reevaluate the foundations and make it more tangible, actionable instead of like fluffy and what was the word that everyone used? Abstract. Abstract. Abstract thoughts. After the participants said that, I don't know if you felt this when we were making the foundations presentation, but That one I did feel a little bit, not less competent in, but it did feel more abstract than the others. And I even feel like I struggled with some of the concepts of like how to make them tangible. So that was super helpful feedback. Yeah. I'm excited to to dive into how we can adjust that and make it feel more tangible and then try it the second time for our next workshop. The other thing that I would change is I loved all of the screenshots that you included in the portions of the presentations that you were giving, specifically the screenshot of your QuickBooks in the finances one, and then the screenshot of your like calendar and the Asana tasks in the systems one. I don't know why I didn't think to take screenshots of things on my business, but I feel like that was, it's, it was so helpful for the participants to get like real world. This is literally a screenshot of things that we use. And so 
keeping that in mind as we go back through and review the presentations and figuring out where I can take more screenshots of like things going on in my business, even though it is a little different because most people there were private practice owners. And so I think it was super helpful to see like all of your stuff, but um, especially to, as people are wanting to diversify their revenue streams and do something more in alignment with courses, workshops, groups, services outside of just seeing clients one-on-one, being able to pull in some screenshots more related to that kind of work, I think would be really helpful. I mean, it makes sense, right? People want to learn about the concepts, how they relate to our specific work, and then see it in action. And that's where the screenshots come in of like, this is literally a screenshot I took of my QuickBooks the day before this and where my actual numbers for Nourish Colorado are. And I feel like especially having a group practice, a lot of people don't talk about numbers. It's taboo, which I totally understand and respect because it kind of opens up feedback, which there's not really feedback that people can or maybe quote unquote should give to people unless they're asking for it. And I, I so I, it's vulnerable, right? And that's why we create these intimate spaces to where we can share things so that people can see in real time what it can look like. What would you do differently? So I have two things on my mind that I would do differently. One is, so we had it structured where we do a presentation with a couple little activities where participants can interact with us in the chat or unmute themselves. And then we had time cut out for the workshop. And I actually want to just merge the two together and just have like a 90 minute block of interactive presentation with working in the middle. And that's kind of one of the changes that we made for day two after going through day one and realizing how helpful it is to pause and go through an example with everybody and then prompt people to do their own work and then reflect. So that's something I'm really excited about because it also helped feel like the flow was better. Morgan and I are both people who make presentations and we don't time it. We know that if we need to add in more examples and talk, like if we were a little short on content for the time, we can do that. So we don't, we don't sweat it too much, but sometimes we over-prepare and have too much content. And so that's where we can kind of prioritize if it's all merged together, instead of having to pause a presentation of like, oh shit, we're on, you know, concept three of five, but we got to go to the workshop portion. It makes it a little bit more flexible and fluid. And it allows the participants to have a say in what is priority to them to work on together in real time. I 100% agree. I loved being able to pause in the middle of presentations. I think for both you and I too, is like the host to be able to just kind of like check in and see, like put a pulse on things as opposed to like powering through information and being like, what'd you think? And they're like, wait, what did this one concept from like way in the beginning? Like, what did you mean by that? Which like people were asking questions throughout, but it just feels a lot different to be able to have those intentional pauses throughout the converse, throughout the presentation. And also love what you said, like we don't prep for things. And so I think two of our presentations, we way overcommitted to information that we were going to share and ended up having to like prioritize certain things based on what people wanted to know about. So it's, it was interesting because I, like, you know, we put together slides and I was like, oh my God, what if there's not enough information? And like, there was way too much information. Yes, absolutely. The second thing that I would change, and it's only a slight tweak because I think we crushed it with the amount of time that we spent with our participants, 
But I think after every 90 minute session, if we change it in the future of like the presentation workshop hybrid and we make it 90 minutes, having at least a 15 minute break in between each concept. Well, we have a 15 minute break and then a 30 minute break. But I almost feel like if we truly separate out and have an end of day and do Q&A, hot seat, whatever we think the participants need, reflecting and wrapping up anything they didn't get to in the different workshops, having a 15 minute break after the last presentation might make the day a little bit longer. So maybe six hours, six and a half hours, but they get a little breather in between to kind of reset and refresh. Yeah, I agree. Because I think the last presentation and then like what we really, what we had good intentions about of being like the end of the day wrap up, like they both, they merged together on both days. Cause we're like, ah, let's just keep going. Let's just keep going through time until we, till we reach the end of the day. Can we talk about our participants and how oh my incredible God. they were? Oh my fucking God. We so, had the best first cohort. The best. We, so Hannah and I, when we were planning this, we set a target goal and we set a stretch goal of how many participants we wanted to come to the workshop. And we were like, you know what? We'll be really happy if we have eight to 10 participants. I think just having eight to 10 people commit felt really good, but also just, you know, looking at this is like an, an offering for us. And so kind of figuring out that the time that we spent on presentations, on prepping for this and the revenue that we would make from selling spots, eight to 10 felt really good for us for our first one. And we were like overly ambitious goal. We'll accept up to 30 people. I am so happy that we didn't have 30 people. That would have been so chaotic. That's another thing I would do differently. I would cap it probably at like 12. 12 to 15. I was thinking, yep. Yeah. When we had set those numbers and PS, what we ended up at was between 11 and 12, depending on the day, including ourselves or not including ourselves. I can't remember the exact numbers, but we had a, we had a solid group of people that the number felt perfect and any more would have been absolutely chaotic. So yes, I am with you. We were very zealous at 30. If we would have had a Brady Bunch screen on zoom of 30 people and having to check in, that would have taken like two hours. And so we're learning having and having that size of of people too. I love that you called a Brady Bunch screen, by the way. I think that's so funny, but you're really getting to connect with everyone. Like that's such a good size group. And it was also super cool because not everyone was in this, mainly no one was in the same stage of business. We had people that were still working a full-time job and hadn't started their side or their like business yet. We had people that were working a full-time job and they had a separate business. We had people that were just starting out in solo practice. Someone that was just starting out in group practice, someone who wasn't in private practice at all. Like it was so cool to see the diversity of where people were at in their business and how, when going through the six different topics, how they applied to them in that stage of business. Not only did we have a variety of people in different stages of business, but we had people from different backgrounds, different ages, we had people who were actively engaged and really getting the most out of the workshop. There was no passive people in our group. Everyone was chatting in the chat while we're doing the presentation. Everybody was unmuting themselves and asking big questions, supporting each other, validating each other of like, I have the same thought or I have the same question. 
And that is what really made the workshop fill my cup. I'm sure you're feeling the same way, Morgan, but it's so hard. I know our industry norm for quote unquote presentations and CEUs and things are watch this presentation while you do your fucking dishes and have your video off. But we find that learning and connecting comes through actual interaction and being present. And so the fact that we were able to create that, and part of that is on our participants that they were able to create that with us virtually, it just fucking blew my mind. You know, I feel like every time I do something virtually, I'm like, oh my God, people are going to be so sick of virtual. And so to have everyone just like show up, like show up was incredible. I will say there is actually one more thing that I would do differently for the next one. And that would be hosting it live in person in yes. the city. <laughs> <laughs> if you are interested in that, please send us an email. Mexico City, yummy food. We can go salsa dancing and we can teach you about your business. Okay. So I actually already have like a wish list on my Airbnb of places in Mexico City that I want to host events or retreats in. One of them is a gorgeous house and it's like there's I think five rooms and all of them have twin size beds. So you wouldn't have to share a bed with a stranger. And I think my ideal schedule for this would be like people come in on the weekends, like either Saturday or Sunday. And then Monday and Tuesday, we do like live in-person workshop. And then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday is dedicated days to have their own administration and implement the things that we learned about in the workshop on Monday, Tuesday. I love it. I love it. Also time for visionary work and inspiration, like going and exploring the city and doing activities. We promise you'll be inspired by Mexico city. You can't not. It's the best. It's the greatest. So to recap our experience of running the workshop, it went fucking awesome. Shout out to our amazing group, our first cohort who showed the fuck up and made the workshop magical. And we're definitely going to do it again. So you'll want to get on our email list if you're not already on it. And we'll probably do it virtually in the future as well, but we're really wanting to create an immersive experience where we do it in person too. So we are so excited. We both feel like we are exactly where we need to be and serving the community in business that we want to. And it just feels so freaking good. We've gotten a lot of awesome feedback that we'll probably share on the pod and on our social media, but we're just riding the high this week of the workshop. We sure are. Thanks for listening to the Weight Inclusive Innovators pod. If you like what you hear, subscribe to our podcast to add us to your queue every week. Please leave us a rating and review and share with a friend to help us reach more weight inclusive business owners who could use support and pep talks. We'll see you next week. Bye.